0: Hey everyone, today I'm going to share my most valuable top 4 KPIs for a digital marketing leader. Um, KPIs, key performance indicators, and really how we track towards these, towards um, fulfilling our most important goals. Driving marketing growth can be mysterious. I don't know it all, but I'm exploring to connect the data, inform decisions and get results your marketing strategy and how you lead get data driven with Scott so while there are a few KPIs which I consider to be crucial to keep my digital performance on track here are my top four ones now without further ado number one conversion rate Um, so this is from people visiting a page to how often are they completing the action that we're planning for them to do such as filling out a form to create a lead or potentially it is a checkout system um, but it's that conversion rate of traffic to goal completion rate that we're looking at number two is mql volume so mql is your marketing qualified leads i typically define that as where marketing has qualified this as um, valid enough for us to hand to sales and for them to start working the lead Um, really trying to define that carefully as to what is quality versus what is not is always a constant measure that you want to keep a good eye on. Number three is uh, MQL to SQL rate. So um, talked about MQL, but it's that conversion rate from MQL to SQL, which is sales qualified lead. And that's really once sales has picked up that lead and is now um, deeming that to be a good fit, um, it's the ideal customer profile, um, and so they're really qualifying that further. Now, number four is LTV to CAC rate. So, or it could be CAC payback, but LTV is lifetime value over CAC, which is customer acquisition cost. All right. So let me dig a little deeper. So, for number one, conversion rate. So for leads um, and lead generation. This is total leads collected over total traffic to the website. So it's something typically a team in a digital marketing space has a lot of influence over and something which you can keep an eye on daily to see how it's tracking. So if, for example, we're rolling out new campaigns or site changes or running an A-B test, this becomes a really critical focus area to ensure that we're stepping forwards and not backwards. Um, since we have a lot of control over this area this is really a good one to have a kind of direct influence measure and just making sure that we're moving the needle forward. Um, number two, uh, MQL volume, so that's the marketing qualified leads. Now I think it's good to get really picky about what your class as quality enough to give to sales. Um, Making sure that you're aligned as well with the sales team and getting feedback on that front um, Is going to be hugely helpful to long-term success Um, Again, this could be a daily measure that you're looking at um, Depending on the company and the volume of the overall leads But something you really should be keeping a, a really close eye on to see how many are pushing through to that quality state number three MQL to SQL rate now could be a uh, cart sale as well at this point. Um, but depending on the first factor of how many quality or junk leads you flood the sales team with, will greatly vary this rate. And this again comes back to being really picky about that marketing quality. Um, so, and it's your job really as marketing to give the sales team the highest chance of success. So watching this metric means you also need to have a good communication with sales, understands what what is happening with their teams, which could also be affecting this metric, such as team changes, structure changes, process changes, all can factor into this. But also it's worth just keeping that balance of, well, Part of this is marketing and part of this is sales. So how do we work together to make sure there's a really good handoff to make sure that this is successful. Um, this measure I look to, like to look at weekly. Now number four was ltv to cac um, Now there's a few ways to consider your ROI, or return on investment of your marketing efforts. ltv to cac is one of them. Return on advertising costs is another one. ROAS, um, NRG is also another more um, newer metric that a lot of people talk about. But lifetime value of a customer over cost of acquisition, or um, LTV over CAC. Um, sometimes it's me- uh, mentioned as customer lifetime value over CAC as well. Um, but there's a lot of literature out there around LTV to CAC, um, but here's really the simple definition of it. It's basically the average lifetime value of the customer, um, so dollar value, um, divided by the cost of acquiring that customer. Now, LTV to CAC is where paid acquisition really gets a good litmus test. So, this is effectively going to tell you where the, the dollars you're putting in, in marketing spend, um, is producing more sales coming out. Now, if you're getting even more um, sophisticated with this measure, you can also uh, pull in costs like not just marketing spend, which is ideal to do this, by the way, um, but also um, you know people's time, salary costs of the marketing uh, team that are directly uh, working on this area, and the sales costs for... Um, you know, transacting a lead and processing that and turning that into sale. Now, LTV to CAC is where paid acquisition sources get a really good litmus test. This is effectively going to tell you whether the dollars going in and marketing spend is producing equivalent or enough sales coming out. Um, Your CAC or cost of acquisition should include all the direct marketing spend related to closing that deal. So ideally you want to include all sales and marketing costs um, and segment by aspects like region and channel, and when you can do that becomes really important later on. Now I find that a lot of teams don't get to the point of measuring their LTV to CAC ratios because a, it's really hard to get all of these values, particularly Well, actually, on both sides, really. And I've even been guilty of this, um, but I'd also suggest just giving it a go. Even if you only allocate the marketing cost, it's still an excellent yardstick when comparing marketing channels to each other. For instance, even if your LTV to CAC value is not accurate, but it is consistent in how you're measuring it, then you can look across your sources, channels, regions, and start to compare those and see how they measure up. So for instance, you might find that Google Ads, even though potentially you've got a higher cost per lead, that the cost of actually acquiring that customer is cheaper than Facebook. Um, you only know that if you really look at that cost across the whole channel instead of just at the top layer around you know what is the cost of a lead. So um, it really helps to Uh, Tease apart where the value actually uh, holds true right through to close and revenue one. Um, And that's really important, starting to dissect that by sources, by region, by different dimensions to really understand how your marketing channels are really performing. So the reason I love the KPIs that I picked is that they encompass a multitude of steps in the funnel. So being too singularly focused, I think can cause an unhealthy balance of what you put your attention to. So to recap here, in the direct influence area, uh, I picked out conversion rate and MQL volume. We have a lot of influence over those two. In the shared influence bucket, I picked out MQL to SQL rate. Um, So here, there's more influence with what sales does with what we're giving. Um, And then in the indirect influence bucket, we've got LTV to CAC, which encompasses way more things than just marketing and sales, Um, but it's, as I said, a really great yardstick to understand what is actually working and what is not. Now, these are just my picks, and you might note that I didn't mention click-through rate or cost per lead as core KPIs, Now, I do think these metrics are hugely important, but at the highest level for your digital marketing, if you're getting the above four right, then you're doing something right. Each member of your digital team or area of digital marketing should have their own KPIs to focus on and care about. If you haven't defined yours yet, then that's perfectly fine. But today is a great day to start thinking about what those should be don't just wait for your manager to define them for you start having the conversation today even just writing it down so let us know what are your top kpis um, that you have decided to track or ones that you've found success with would love to hear it in the comments um, and that's all i have for today so thanks peace out.